46. Today we're looking at traditions. Traditions help us to make sense out of events that we face in life. Some traditions are good and help us to advance while other traditions prevent us from following God when he tries something new. You will often hear in church, quote, we have never done it that way, unquote. This statement has killed many new ideas in church. God is a God of newness and freshness. Psalm 33.3 says, sing a new song unto the Lord. In Acts chapter 26, we have Paul's statement about Jewish traditions. When questioned in his trial, Paul stated, this is from Acts chapter 26, verses 1 and following. Then Agrippa said to Paul, you have permission to speak for yourself. So Paul motioned with his hand and began his defense. King Agrippa, I consider myself fortunate to stand before you today as I make my defense against all the accusations of the Jews, and especially, because, especially so because you are well acquainted with all the Jewish traditions, customs, and controversies. Therefore, I beg you to listen to me patiently. Paul was steeped and trained in Jewish traditions, some of which came from the Bible, some were from human origin. Paul did not criticize the tradition of the elders, but brought understanding of the new way of looking at traditions in the light of the coming of the Messiah, Jesus Christ. Here's a few sayings about traditions. Number one, just because something is traditional is no reason to do it. Number two, tradition is a guide, not a jailer. Number three, when a tradition gathers enough strength to go on for centuries, you don't turn it off in one day. Number four, tradition is an explanation for acting without thinking. Number five, people do more from traditions rather than from reason. Traditions in the New Testament, pos positive traditions in the New Testament. Traditions are not all bad. We know that Jesus followed several Jewish traditions. For example, number one, he was presented in, in the temple when he was eight years old. This is an old Jewish tradition. Number two, he was presented in the temple in Jerusalem when he was 12 years old. Number three, Jesus admonished his followers to observe the law unwaveringly in Matthew chapter 5, verses 17 to 48. Jesus was extremely strict about marriage and divorce, Matthew 5, 31, 32. According to Mark chapter 1, verses 40 to 44, Jesus accepted the Mosaic law on the purification of lepers. Number six, when Jesus was asked, what commandment is the first of all? He answered as, he answered as any Jew, quote, the first is, hear, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and all your might. The second is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. Mark chapter 12, verses 28 to 31. Every Jew will recognize in Jesus' answer the Shema, a Jewish declaration of faith, which is recited at every Jewish service, day and night. The famous command of Leviticus 19.18 is also a fundamental precept in Judaism. The trap of tradition is as follows. Don't submit traditions for, don't substitute traditions for the things of God. So says author and speaker Ed Stetzer. He says, quote, Jesus' most harsh words were reserved for the religious leaders of his day, and among his most harsh words were, for them was the elevation of traditions over God. The scribes, the Pharisees, and the Sadducees had no problem with man-made rules and regulations. So that clarified what God had to say. God was lost in the process, unquote. This is what I think is important to recognize, good and bad traditions. When churches fall into such a trap, it creates a self-affirming value system that upholds their particular method and subculture. When plans are made without the church, sorry, when plans are made within the church, they look back to what is meaningful to them in the past.
For example, when deciding what songs to sing in worship, they return to the songs that have been formative or meaningful to them and repeat them. This perpetuates the tradition of lo that locks the church into that particular culture and era. Paul says this in Galatians chapter 1, verse 14. I was advanced in Judaism beyond many of my own age and people and was extremely jealous for the traditions of my fathers. Turns out those traditions caused Paul to persecute the new Christians because they operated outside the many Jewish traditions. After his conversion, Paul proclaimed the gospel because not in spite of his Jewish ancestry and his culture. His character, he characterized the Jewish and Christian hope as being extricably linked. Paul, Paul wanted Agrippa to see a community between his Jewish upbringing and his Christianity. Conclusion. In dealing with traditions, we have to be careful not to throw out the baby with the bathwater. The church observes many traditions that are good. To reject all traditions is as bad as, as accepting all traditions. We need to examine our traditions and to be sure they are rooted in Scripture. Traditions can help us preserve the best aspects of the church while examining those aspects which could be changed. Traditions are comforting to people who want the church to be just like it was when they were young, and these traditions are fa fairly comfortable. But new generations come along, and they need to be ministered to as well. Amen. Let's pray. Father, help us to be wise as we look at traditions of the church and things that we think are from you. Help us to be wise, Lord, to know the difference. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.